Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello, and welcome to the Headliner Radio podcast, where we are delighted to be joined by Sennheiser co-CEOs, brothers Daniel and Andreas Sennheiser. Daniel, Andreas, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you both? Very good. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Um, so uh, it's been a busy time for Sennheiser recently, and, and there's quite a lot for us to talk about. But before we get into the company's recent business, I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about how your co-CEO CEO roles work um, and what the dynamic is like in your working relationship. Do you work very collaboratively? Do you work on very separate, specific areas of the business? You know, just, um, yeah, how, how exactly does this co-CEO operation work? I think for us, it really only works if we work very collaboratively, because otherwise, um, uh, we, we look at things from, from two very different views. My brother as an engineer and a supply chain, uh, um, the master in the end, um, he looks at this from a, from, from that side. I look at it more as a marketeer, uh, and as an advertising person, at least from my background. But now we're, running the company together so we need to take all decisions in the end together collectively and when they just get better if you look at this from both sides okay cool so just for, for um for our listeners that was daniel uh speaking just all then right. um and that's okay and um andreas tell me a little bit about your your role you uh daniel says you come from more of an engineering uh background uh, how do your how do your different backgrounds and different skill sets complement one another? Yeah, I think if you're uh, trained as an engineer, you look at things from a perspective, does this work? Is it precise? Uh, is the performance right? Is the quality right? Is it predictable? Uh, do we, you know, uh, all, all the things that matter when you want to produce something at highest class and, and high-tech products. Um, and so um, I, I'd probably challenge uh, the topics that we look at uh, together really from that, from that logic uh, perspective. Is this going to get us forward? Is this going to make our, our customers happy? And can we measure it? And is it, is it uh, precise? And my brother looks at more from a, from a, um, a strategic slash also a, uh, less logic, more emotional perspective, a little bit like, is this the right thing to do? Is this, uh, from a corporate culture, uh, getting us a benefit? Is this making uh, not just our customers, but also our employees uh, happier? So can we, can we create uh, non-tangible values through such a decision? You know? and, and with that, we can look at, at the same topics, but with through very different eyes, uh, and because we're we're both trained and, and also cultivated to some extent uh, through what we have learned, um, uh, we we just get to better decisions by having more facets than one person can uh, encompass alone. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like the two skill sets uh, complement one yeah. another very well. Um, did you always anticipate or always know that you would work together in this kind of way? Or was it something that you discovered a little bit later on um, in your careers? Or, or was this always an ambition to to to, to run the company uh, as, a, as a two-piece, if you like? No, uh, this is Daniel. Um, 
Not really, because um, it actually looks like a big plan now. If you, if you, uh, in hindsight, but the reality is that I was very clearly um, on a different track. I didn't want to do anything uh, with the company and uh, studied design and went to advertising and so on. Um, and I had that freedom because Andreas positioned himself rather early as somebody who wanted to work in the company. So in a way, um, I there was no pressure neither on him nor on me to to take over and the fact to do this together actually came out only when we both decided that we wanted to work for the company and we started discussing so how do we share the roles how do we share responsibility um, and we actually came to the point that it doesn't make sense to split the company into areas uh, that each of one uh, of us would run individually but we would want to take the co-lead together um, having to discuss everything together, but in the end having uh, also uh, a shared load uh, on our shoulders, which I think is a good decision. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so moving on to some of Sennheiser's recent business, um, I thought the best place to start perhaps would be with the recent sale of the consumer division. Um, so what can you tell us about not just how the the sale came about and the the acquisition by um, Sonova. Um, how how long had you been thinking about uh, selling this part of the business and looking for a for a buyer? What was the thought process behind that? And and then ultimately, how did you decide that Sonova was the right company to take it on? Actually, the the decision uh, in in hindsight again looks like a, a very uh, very clear process in coming to that decision, but it uh, originated from another uh, topic, and it was a very clear strategic uh, outlook for all our four businesses. So it's the Neumann, it's business communication, it's pro audio, and it's consumer. Uh, so we made strategic plans for all those four um, uh, business units and looked what they would require, uh, which are the most attractive market segments to invest in and, and what it required to be successful. And we found um, they all had their individual strategies, which uh, gives them a, a great future. And then when we put them all together into one, uh, we we realized that actually for a mid-sized company of our size, um, we be better off or the divisions would be better off of finding the better situation if we would focus on the three areas which have the most commonalities which is more like BISCOM, Neumann and so the pro part of our business uh, and uh, to find a strong partner uh, to uh, invest into the consumer uh, part. At that time we didn't really uh, have uh, a decision whether we want to uh, sell the whole part or, or only uh, a majority share of it. But it was more like a, a good situation where all of all of the four segments had uh, great uh, growth opportunities. Um, but with uh, with our funds, with everything that, all the surrounding that we can give them, it just wouldn't give them the best possible situation uh, to, to really capture that growth. And so from there, um, we took the decision to uh, say, well, sometimes uh, in order to make the right thing for the business, the right thing for the customers and also for the employees, uh, we have to find a partner for, for one of the business and focus all our energies on the other uh, three business, which right now we're in the middle of the process of actually unbundling the company um, and um, 
And also that process, again, gives us uh, another good proof point that Sonova is actually the right partner because that for us, when we took the decision, we also were very certain that it's not about the decision only. It's also about who has the spirit, the culture, and the willingness to continue the Sennheiser legacy also in our in the way we we want this, because uh, as soon as you uh, operate under one uh, brand umbrella, so uh, Sonova has a, a, a is, operates under a brand license of Sennheiser, so we're using the Sennheiser brand on on both sides. So you have to have a partner which you can talk to very good and easily, and also uh, when there are when there are topics of of discussions that you come to conclusions very swiftly. And um, Sonova, as a as also as a Swiss company uh, with a very strong cultural background, um, seem to be the right choice. And the longer we work with them, the more we are uh, convinced that it was actually the right choice. Okay, interesting. And um, were there any other potential partners? You know, I wouldn't expect you to name names, but were there other people that were um, kind of in the running for this, or did you feel very much like Sonova was? was the, the perfect partner for, for the acquisition? No, no, we were in a, a very, Daniel here again, uh, in a very lucky uh, position that we had um, quite a lot of interest and we could really see what the different partners uh, would bring to the table. Uh, and we believe that this is the, the best partner for us, uh, the best uh, solution for our employees um, and also the best solution for our customers who continue to get great Sennheiser products just not all manufactured by us, but some manufactured by Sonova. Okay, great. So what does this acquisition mean for the professional division of Sennheiser? Does this enable you to invest more? Does this enable you to look into new markets and new product development? What you know? Would you be able to give us a, a little bit of a breakdown as to what the benefits are now for the pro division? Hmm. Well, like I said, it was really, it, it started with developing the strategy. So we have very clear plans and strategies for investment, for future growth, and also now with uh, the 100% focus on the pro business, we can really now exploit uh, accelerated growth uh, for all those areas uh, because we give it we give it everything we have and uh, all the attention, all the funds and, and all the uh, all the. Uh, powerful of the entire uh, Sennheiser organization and that uh, that will lead to uh, accelerated growth and also accelerated success we're very confident here I mean how has the professional division of Sennheiser coped with the pandemic and the challenging market conditions of this past 18 months have there been particular areas that have coped better than others what what are some of the trends that you've been seeing in that world yeah um daniel um i i think the um it, it was very mixed bag uh, so there were some areas like uh everything that had to do with live music live performance sports uh, venues uh, sports broadcasting all these things of course, came to a complete halt. There was no festivals, no uh, no live performance anymore, um, and that is a significant part of our business. Uh, the, the the pro top of the line professional D six thousand and the like. Um, on the other side, we saw um, um, massive success in um, 
anything wire-bound microphones, and especially under the brand Neumann, uh, because of a lot of artists uh, that couldn't go on stage, uh, they had to stay at home. They started um, working in their home studios. Uh, they finally had the time to spend more time there, so they started upgrading it. A lot of people started streaming from their studios or from their homes or their contained live uh, events. Um, so that business actually... Um, picked up uh, very nicely um, and is also uh, continuing to, to, to work uh, uh, nicely. Um, the corporate meeting space and also university, um, the business communication part, um, that suffered because obviously also students didn't come to the campus. Um, and all those businesses now we see are picking up again. The um, universities are... Uh, equipping their campuses with um, microphones, but also with our assistive listening system, the, the mobile connect, a very nice uh, uh, software-based um, uh, device for um, people that are hard of hearing, students that are hard of hearing. Um, the uh, We see a lot of planning going on for live events. Uh, we just saw at the soccer European Championship, there was a big live event again. We see a lot of music uh, live events picking up again and um, people are investing again into gear. Um, the uh, um, uh, All the artists that, were, that weren't locked away for um, 18 months, they have now produced a lot of new uh, songs and a lot of new content and they want to bring that out. Um, so we'll see, especially next year in 22, we'll, we'll see a, a massive uh, flood of festivals, events, and, and live music, and we're all very much waiting for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned Neumann uh, there. Now, presumably the um, acquisition of the consumer division and the benefits that will therefore trickle down into the pro division, that will filter through to Neumann as well, I imagine. So does that mean that there will be some greater investment in Neumann and potentially more products coming to market? Um, through the Neumann brand? Yeah, in, in all area, including also Neumann, we, of course, we have an innovation pipeline uh, now for the next uh, 12 to 24 months, which will bring a lot of smart products uh, to the market. So, yes. Excellent. Um, you also uh, mentioned the uh, things like uh, markets that are starting to pick up again. So, whether that's universities reopening or uh, maybe uh, corporate uh, venues, um, that you know that whole area of comms um, is starting to open up again. Um, and you recently announced the launch of Evolution Wireless Digital, which plays quite nicely into that world. Um, was that a product that would have happened anyway or is that something that was uh, fast-tracked a little bit by the sale of the consumer division um, and uh, kind of benefited as a result or is that an area that you would have been looking to move into anyway because it seems like for as I mentioned whether it's corporate applications education educational institutes or even things like small concerts you know not not kind of global tour type things but small mobile uh, live performance that that's an area where this product is going to fit really nicely um what, what can you tell us about that and the plan behind that product 
Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's it's great to see how well it is received in the market, and uh, Evolution Wireless Digital is is really a um, it's not just a new product line. It's it's it really shows the beginning of a paradigm shift where um, you have some of the um, benefit of the product and some of the features in in the product itself and in, in physical features and you have a part of it um, uh, in the app and, and and with digital services so um, it makes the whole product experience very intuitive and especially for somebody who is now going out for the first time on stage and uh, and is not so much maybe doesn't have a monitor engineer yet or uh, has to do it uh, themselves the the smaller band or, or or also the larger band for for a smaller venue um, that's exactly uh, what we're targeting with this and we're making the product experience extremely intuitive with it and that's only the beginning because we believe that more and more software enabled um Products will come out uh, in 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 the future under the Evolution Wireless Digital um, line, but also um, above that and also below that. Excellent. I mean, how how versatile is that product for you? Because potentially it seems that there are a whole host of different areas that that can be used in, um, which obviously gives you quite a nice um, selling point. Um, but yeah, it does seem like from yeah from from small bands putting on concerts at kind of small to mid-level venues or people uh, you know giving lectures in university halls or something like that there's a completely um th- there's an incredibly wide spectrum of, of applications for that product yeah this is andreas um y- you're you nailed it uh, really on the on the head there it's the um the the versatility of the product is also coming from the simplicity of operating it. And whether you want to have eight channels in a, in a venue for your band or just one channel for a lecture or in a church or somewhere where it's, it's really, um, it's the simplicity of setup or uh, simply that uh, it's being used by people who come from a completely different profession who usually have nothing to do with audio, but they just need it to work. Uh, so that's... Um, of course, that, that's the, the key benefit of it. And then uh, together uh, with the other products, of course, that we have in you know, top of the range, D6000, which, of course, and, and Ed Sheeran would go on stage with, with that or, um, or uh, somebody who stands in front of 80,000 people would probably have, take, uh, take the top of the range there. But uh, a lot of people grow their career with Sennheiser. So they, they may have their first uh, product as a single channel product, just getting rid of the wire at home. And then maybe the next small multi-channel uh, system uh, with their, uh, as an ambition, uh, ambitious amateur on, on stage. And then eventually some of them would end up in uh, having stadium tours and then they'll, uh, are, they come at the top of, of our product line. So that's a little bit, we want to also give, give our, uh, the artists a chance to, to grow their career with Sennheiser through different stages while not losing the simplicity of operating the products. Sure. I mean, how, how important is education when it comes to a product like that? Because I can imagine that for people that have perhaps not used a system like that before. So if we're talking about a, a, a kind of a band that are touring small venues and they've never had to think about that, that type of thing in their setup before, um, creating something that enables them having no, 
prior experience to be able to handle that side of what they do is that something that you've almost had to like work to work hard to convince these people that you know trust us you can you can take this out of the box and you'll be fine with it is that something that you need to try and change people's mentality with a little bit Exactly, but here I think the proof is in trying it, uh, and uh, the team tried it on on Andreas and myself, and we were able to operate it, which means that anybody would be able to operate them. <laughs> but I think the 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 the, the, the good um, intuitive approach to the product, it's the whole technology is behind it. It's all in the system and it's in a system um, which you can operate with your phone uh, just through an app and and don't need to do all the um, uh, channel searching and 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 everything the the, the linkage of of the product um, with the, the the sender and the receiver and so on so it's all very very intuitive and you can take it out of the box uh, go through the simple guided setup and and then it just works and here from from the user interaction uh, we can also learn from uh, our consumer side because when you interact with the consumer product uh, for many years you expect this to work like you know like an apple product it just you switch it on and works and it, it tells you what you <laughs> what you need to know and what to do and and here i think that the pro audio uh, business has been uh, for for many decades has been very much also a you know a, a black art of people who knew how to set the frequencies right and to do you know all the all the uh, things that are really difficult to achieve like multi-channel systems for the Eurovision Song Contest and it required a huge amount of expertise in order to to get this done. But we see now more and more also budgets being reduced uh, at. Um, Uh, for also ENG crews and, and others, they, they get more and more into a situation where they don't have a huge crew around them to operate all these individual things. So, so the, the, our products, they still need to perform on the absolute highest uh, level, but in the interaction, in the human interaction scheme, they have to be more and more uh, like, like consumer products who, who just work and, they, and uh, tell you what, what you need to know by itself so that's really because in good trend. because in the end the artist wants to to focus on their art mm, absolutely i mean another area that you've well at least so far this year there have been some product releases into is the vlogger and content creation market how how big a focus will that be for sennheiser going forward because that is an area that's growing exponentially you know people are increasingly wanting to create their own content and and create high quality content as well um so yeah how how big a focus will that be for for sennheiser in the coming months and years absolutely it's a big focus for us it's it's an area where we have just launched a couple of uh, products uh, with the mobile uh, kits and 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 the mke uh, 200 and 400s and uh, so we we have uh, A, a nice uh, portfolio there uh, for for the ambitious um, uh, vlogger and, and and blogger and we also see that um, this is a market which works a little different in terms of distribution and and, and where people buy and and here more than um, even in in the traditional um, audio 
uh, channels, um, there's not a lot of education around. And so here as well, it's very important. Everything Andreas said uh, before also applies to the audio for video um, uh, um, business. Most producers know quite well how their camera works, that they, they treat audio as an afterthought, but it's through the audio that you convey um, the emotions and that's why it's so important um, and we believe that Senasa can play a, a big role in, in helping um, content creators focus on what they want to get across and not so much worry about the audio because it just works Excellent. Is is that an area as well that you think that potentially, and this is not just a Sennheiser thing, but perhaps a, an industry-wide thing, that when it comes to vlogging and uh, sort of homemade DIY content creation, that audio can still be a little bit of an afterthought? I mean, maybe not quite as, maybe it's not quite as blunt as that, but but there's more perhaps of a focus on other aspects, visuals or, or whatever it may be. But do, yeah. do you think that that's still something that needs to be educated uh, within that within that world, within that mm. community? We, we've seen audio getting much more attention over the last uh, two or three years. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Uh, we, it's probably not yet come to a saturation point or even close to it uh, because... Uh, it's a little bit like the TVs. They get bigger, bigger, and bigger, and more resolution, more resolution, and the audio is uh, is still really uh, nothing that a TV uh, manufacturer would really uh, care much about. But uh, over the last years, I would say two, three years, as the other technology parts also came to a certain saturation, uh, also that this this. 4K, there's 8K, there's, you know, there's so much uh, on the video side already uh, that has come to quite a, a high level that um, more and more uh, producers realize that the real thing that misses to convey the emotion of, the, of their art uh, is the audio part. And so the, especially uh, also newer formats like uh, 3D audio, uh, whether it's a binaural 3D or uh, true 3D audio uh, in in the living room, this creates the extra you know the extra halo of emotion that that touches people not through their ears but more at, at their heart, and that more and more content creator realize that this is only doable with excellent uh, microphones, but also a certain amount of uh, of yeah expertise in that field of how to record it. Sure. I mean, you mentioned uh, immersive audio there. I mean, what can you tell us about Ambio and the the plans that you have for that technology? Um, is that something that you see as only really having scratched the surface with? Is there still a lot more to come in that area? Uh, what are your plans for for Ambio technology over these over these coming months and and years? Yeah, you, you said it rightly. Um, we, we're only scratching the surface because Ambio immersive audio is um, allowing the the recorder or, or the person um, creating um, content to reproduce uh, it as real, real as, as possible, the way we listen, the way we hear audio in space. Um, because usually we don't hear channels, we hear... Uh, audio objects in space and that's what ambio is is all about um so you can create in space but you can also uh, play back over 
headphones or binaural uh, recordings, for example, or um, via a um, ambient sound bar, um, which uh, is, is the perfect fit for a, a TV like Andreas just described with, with wonderful uh, image and, and poor audio. So you, we have um, everything it takes and it's completely compatible with all the other um, 3D audio formats. We believe that more and more content is being produced in Ambio. And if you hear the difference, um, it's quite striking because it makes it so natural and so um, yeah, less in your face and, and much more um, intuitive. Because audio is the, the direct channel, and especially when it's 3D audio, Ambio, it's the direct channel uh, to your emotions. Uh, try doing the test yourself. If you switch off uh, the, the image of a horror movie and you have only the audio track, it's quite scary. If you switch off the audio and you only look at the, the images, it's like, oh, this is strange. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't really see... Uh, the emotion coming across. It's a good trick to to try and, and understand the, the value of audio, good audio. Um, and for us, Ambio, um, whether it's um, for recording, whether it's uh, for, for live performance, um, in the future also in cars and home uh, cinemas and so on, uh, Ambio is really the place to go. Great. And moving um, away uh from products just for a moment i was curious to know what you think of the current situation with trade shows and the pandemic obviously we've not seen any major trade shows happening for the past 18 months and there have been a couple of uh sort of smaller road show type events take place like with the smaller iterations of ISE. do you do you anticipate that when things do return to normal or return to some kind of normal that large-scale trade shows will return in the way that they were here before or do you think that the the model has been fundamentally changed now and that people will be more interested in hybrid smaller events or do you just think people still want that opportunity to be in a big hall with lots of people lots of companies and have that have that type of interaction yeah i think the the post uh pandemic world will be different than before which doesn't mean that people won't enjoy uh, in in being together in larger halls and and, and seeing everything that uh, that is being provided here, because at the end it's really about the efficiency of uh, of getting the necess- the information that people are are looking at. So there, there's um, we we see that um, uh, when there are certain verticals um, that uh, a um, a conference is focusing on like a business communication or so it make it does make a lot of sense to to meet and to see the different solutions there um and uh, uh something like the nam show which is really uh it's more like a, a gathering of uh, people who think alike than just <laughs> a product uh, show it's really the community that uh, that gets together uh, so that will um probably will go back to hopefully will go back to to where it was but the virtual part you know the the uh the hybrid part will probably uh reach uh at a much higher um will get will come to a much higher reach of these venues so while uh in the past you had to be there in order to be there uh while i believe in the future the uh all these um 
the major keynotes or the major topics can also be streamed and consumed from home. So the hybrid uh, solutions will uh, probably be the ones that will be most successful also in the future. Um, but um, people will quite certainly love to get together again and to also have, have a drink after a successful show or uh, enjoy a concert after. So that, that is just the, the human nature and uh, probably not going to miss that. Absolutely. Um, and lastly, uh, before we finish, um, is there anything uh, on the horizon that you can tell us about coming from Sennheiser or Neumann anytime soon? Or uh, is it, uh, are any current plans still under wraps? Uh, what can you tell us uh, b- before, we, before we say goodbye? Obviously, we're not going to disclose product launches or things like that. But um, I, as I mentioned before, we are heavily investing into development of more software-enabled uh, features, more software and hardware combinations, because that's the really difficult thing to do. Um, and that's what Sennheiser is able to do. So we're really looking forward uh, uh, to disclosing more smarter products, uh, more intuitive products that are really supporting you while keeping the quality at the absolute highest level. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. It's been absolutely fascinating chatting to you. Um, and yeah, hopefully in the not too distant future, a trade show or something like that, we'll, we'll be able to, uh, to, to catch up in person, but, um, yeah, thank you very much. Once again, it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. Headliner radio supporting the creative community.